The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media. Yeah, let's do it. Consequence Podcast Network. Hey, welcome to another edition of Kyle Meredith With. It's the interview series presented by WFPK at WFPK.org. Consequence and the Consequence Podcast Network. Thanks as always for making your way here, for checking out the episode. Please do hit that subscribe button while you're hanging around. That way you get three brand new interviews sent to you every single week. A new one every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Great way to keep up with your favorite artists and discover those new ones. Any of the usual spots, including Spotify, Apple Podcast, NPR, WFPK.org, Consequence, YouTube for the video versions, or anywhere you get your podcast from, you can subscribe to Kyle Meredith with... And don't forget to also give the series a rating, leave a review if you feel so inspired. We've had some fantastic guests on recently, including uh, world-renowned cellist uh, Hauser. We had a uh, uh, '80s publicist Nadine Condon on here. Ross Lynch, you know him from everything from uh, Ali and AJ to the uh, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Uh, he's got his uh, new album with uh, the Driver Era. MGMT was here. Legendary actor John Malkovich, Paloma Faith, Kula Shaker, Slow Pulp. Aldous Hodge, he's got that uh, new movie with Joe Keery called Marmalade. We talked with Mary Timoney of X-Hex, Natalie Morellez, Matthew Vaughn, the director of The Kingsman and Argyle. Just an example of what you get when you subscribe to the Kyle Meredith with podcast. And that's me, Kyle Meredith. Today, my guest, actress and Broadway star Jasmine Cephas-Jones. She's got her debut album on the way called uh, called Phoenix. We're going to be talking about that. We're going to be talking about the brand new single, Baby, I Can't Leave You, which the music video she actually directed herself. So uh, as I mentioned, she was in Hamilton, of course. She played one of the original Shiler Sisters. We're going to discuss her journey to becoming a songwriter and creating an LP that represents one of the biggest transformational moments in her life, uh, musically and personally. She'll tell us about finding her own sound while still paying homage to folks like Erica Badu and Prince, D'Angelo, Stevie Wonder. And she'll go on to outline the version of herself that's been left behind after a period of grief and how starring in Ava DuVernay's origin has been, as she says, life-changing. All that and more, we're talking Phoenix. It's Kyle Meredith with Jasmine Cephas-Jones. Hi. Uh, so first off, um, I've heard the album. It is fantastic. It is so good. The moods, <laughs> the genre shifting that's going on, the storytelling you're doing. And today as we talk, uh, there's a new video for uh, for Baby I Can't Give You Up, which is gorgeous. I mean, it's a it's a beautiful song anyway, but gorgeously shot. And and I wanted to start with that one because this is, this is you directing, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, me directing. I shot it while I was in between shooting um, Origin, 
the movie that I'm in, the Ava DuVernay film. And I flew from Savannah, Georgia to England. And then after I did everything I did in England, I flew to Berlin to like finish shooting the, the movie. And I was like, you know, why don't I stop in London and get some work done in between, you know, Savannah and Berlin instead of going back home to LA. And um, I had this idea of shooting a music video and I also shot uh, a live version of a couple of songs in my aunt's coffee shop in the countryside out there. And um, I got two of my cousins together. Um, w one of my cousins, Sashi, she's like an amazing organizer. And the other one um, has studied film and, and works in the art film department. And she hit up her friend, Ben Ely, who's like an amazing cinematographer that has, has done like videos for Ed Sheeran and, and all of this. And we really, uh, we just like hit the ground running and did it like old school style and me just walking around London and uh, my cousin like holding the speaker at the side. We really did it like super old school and it all came out really well. And that that song means a lot to me. And um, it's it's dedicated to to my support system. And it's just a beautiful song. So I'm I'm. I'm very proud of it. <laughs> I love seeing, of course, seeing your dad and your family at the end and everything. It's, it's such a beautiful moment in there. But, but I, I also wanted to you pointing out the the old school way that you're doing it. I wonder that a lot about especially music videos. That a lot of times music videos are a bit more run and gun than like a movie. Like those aren't closed sets a lot of the time. Like the people you see around you. <laughs> like I don't know what that's like for the person who's having the lip lip sync. Like do you just shut all of that out. Listen, I think at this point, you know, I've with with filming and film and TV and being on stage, like everything is thrown your way and you just have to like the show must go on in, in a sense like that. So I, yeah, you kind of you kind of have no choice. And I kind of knew that I was set up for that of like, yeah, this is not a closed set. We are really again, doing it in an old school way. And um, yeah, you kind of have to drown all of that out and just like focus. And so many people are looking at you like you're crazy, but you're like, this is gonna work out in the end. You're you gonna know? love this later. That's what it is. Yeah, you're gonna <laughs> love this later. You're gonna feel really uncomfortable right now, but um, I promise you everyone, <laughs> it's gonna turn out great. <laughs> well, this is, so this is the second single that we've heard that's all leading up to this album. And this album, it's your debut album. I mean, it's, yeah, it's all that. So, so I, I mean, maybe we should walk back a little bit here because the uh, the EP came out what 2020, 2021 around there. Twenty twenty, I think. Yeah, right. No, I think I think that's right. Long ago. So, as an album, I don't know when you do you think of it in that term, like classic. We're talking old school a little bit right there, anyway. So, in that classic train of thought, like, is this a piece? Do you consider it like that? Yeah, I think I consider it a art piece for sure. Um, my first project that came out was an EP of five songs and I really wanted to prove, like I wrote the whole thing and I didn't work with like another songwriter to like help me, you know, uh, really 
do any of the melodies or lyrics. And once that was out, I was like, okay, like I am a songwriter, you know, I can, I can hold, I can hold space, you know, confidently. And um, I really wanted to put a whole piece together. I, I rented out an Airbnb and we made two studios in the Airbnb. Um, and it was seven of us that worked on the album. And we um, woke up in the morning and rotated rooms and wrote all day until about two or three in the morning for seven days. We left with 33 ideas and 13 of those ideas became the album. So it was a very like collaborative process. And, um, you know, this, this house that I rented out, it like had a pool, we had like a private beach. So, and my sister would like make breakfast and dinner for us. And we like came to the table every night. And so it was this very like community way of bonding through creativity and music. And um, I remember thinking I wanted to make a piece from beginning to end. And I, I wanted it to represent a transformation for me musically. Um, didn't know it was gonna represent a transformation for me like in my life. Crazy how art is like that. And I, 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 I wanted to, you know, I, yes, I, I'm a singer. I, I, I love um, amazing singers, but I'm, I also really love musicians. And um, I really wanted to put musical transitions in there. And I wanted different people off the album to shine and also make an album that I was really excited to perform live. So it's like it, the, mu the, the musicality of it is really there. And, you know, if, if, if you listen from beginning to end, you can kind of understand my nerdy music brain and, you know, how it works. So that was really important to me. So it, it does feel like a, a, a piece for sure. Yeah. There's a, one of the first moments I really noticed that and brighter uh, and, and hearing it in the context of the album, because there's this piano part that comes in at the end of it and it becomes its own thing where when it ends, I went, no, 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 no. I want more. <laughs> yeah. Know, I want more of yeah. that. The more Pinder Hughes for you. Yeah. And we'll be right back right after this. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly, but then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. 
Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome back. It's Kyle Meredith with Jasmine Cephas Jones. Well, that's it. You know, and and I think you had mentioned somewhere like, I don't know if you call them inspirations or just, you know, artists that you had in mind, but I was looking at that list again, like Stevie Wonder's Intervisions, D'Angelo's Voodoo. Erica Badu's Baduism, God, you named three of the greatest albums of all time right there. Like, how important were those specifically to what you're talking about? I think it was really important for me. I grabbed different people who have, like, influenced me, but also very important for me to um, create my own sound and be like, this is, this, Jasmine has put her stamp on it, you know? But you know, in in Brighter, I was thinking of D'Angelo and the song Your Vibe, I was thinking of Erica, you know, um, uh, Stevie all over the place. Um, these musicians and, and artists, like I grew up on, I mean, Prince was my first concert when I was 14. And that's your first concert? Yeah, musicology tour. That's a heck of a place to start right there. Well done. Yeah all of that is 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 all over and it also just like influences me every day as a person too so i i couldn't help but not kind of put that in there because those musicians are a part of who i am you know sure and it's um i mean i it i do think i, I was about to say any 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 artist who says they're they don't carry their influences probably not paying close enough attention to themselves. Although I do think if you're an artist who's been around for 50 years, maybe you are your own influence at that point. I don't know how that works, but, but, you know, I always kind of find that exciting, you know, especially if you can spot those moments, but as you're saying too, I mean, this is your first record, but a lot of musicians have to go through a process of finding their own voice and I guess it feels like you've already arrived at that sooner than a lot of people would have done in the past. Like that's how I hear it anyway. And and I don't know if you can even I don't know if you can even put words to that what it means yet, but but you know, what what is your stamp? What is your own like what what is your sound that we're hearing here? <laughs> that's a really good question and I think again, I think I'm still trying to figure it out. I I just remember I remember thinking I wasn't a songwriter when I was younger, like way younger, because I would get with producers that wanted me to sound like somebody else. And it was really hard for me to, to navigate when I was younger um, until I met some amazing musicians that were also my friends that allowed me to experiment. And I think, you know, my stamp is, if I could try to find some words right now of what it is, it's 
everything you hear I've experimented with. I've allowed myself to try things and not try to sound like something else and um, explore my voice and the different things that it can do and the colors and um, use that in there because I'm not focusing on sounding like anybody else. I'm, I'm focusing on experimenting and finding the different parts of, of me as a musician and, and kind of like the acrobatics that my voice can do, you know? Um, and, and leaning into that. Um, so I think my stamp is like my music nerdiness and <laughs> leaning into my voice, you know? Well, it, it, those <laughs> moments like, uh, like, like come my way what you you know what those vocals are doing there which you know it's it's there's a little bit of that i was trying to pinpoint like you could probably say it better but it, it's got a little bit of the 60s girl group it even stretches all the way back to the andrew sisters you know yeah. i can hear that going in there i'd love to hear about that song and and even the way it just goes straight into cali and and th i mean that's probably my favorite maybe moment of the album is those two and the way they just carry each other yeah man i I love Come My Way. Um, it, you know, it, it kind of just gives me this like warm feeling. I remember like having a crush on somebody in middle school or like high school. And it's like, you know, that warm feeling. And you're just like, what is this feeling? And it's just kind of like that, that song um, kind of represents that feeling. And um I, I worked with, you know, some other songwriters on this album and Liv and Josiah worked on that song with me. And um, they came up with just like some beautiful harmonies on that song, um, which kind of influenced the way that I sang the song, you know, and this kind of flirty, like laughing in between, um, and I, I, I want the audience to feel that. And then, you know, ending it in this like falsetto kind of like 60s girl or, or, or boy band. Um, I, I just wanted that nostalgia. I wanted that feeling. And then with Callie, Callie is one of my favorites, I think production wise um, and musically where it goes. Um, and that, that song started with an idea that I had for a bass line <laughs> and I like recorded it on a voice note and I was just like, dun, 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 you know, dun, dun, dun. and, and that's where it started. And that's like how Callie like built and it just like, it literally started there with this idea of a bass line that I had and just like, grew and grew and grew and grew over time and it's now become one of like my favorite songs I've ever made because again it just goes there in terms of like experimentation and also just done in the right way I mean like from the way that I'm singing it and the attitude to the harmonies and then me singing with Zay on guitar 
you know, and you're like hearing my voice like flow through this guitar solo and do like these crazy like high notes with it and then transitions almost into like, I don't know, like something you would hear maybe off like a Michael Jackson album, you know, kind of like this crazy groove that it goes into. And um, it's like my, I swear to God, it's like my favorite thing ever. You know, it's like, why have the song just stop there? Um, and, you know, Zach Golden, one of the producers on it, I remember the day he switched into that transition. He was like, I have this idea. And I was just like, what? Like literally my brain just blew up and then we just kept growing from there, you know? So it's, it's really awesome to one, find your own voice and, and then also gather the right people together that understand you as an artist because you get to feed off of each other in this like really beautiful way. And I think we all like left that house as better artists, you know, because we all are allowing each other to experiment and try shit. And if it's not good, then you move on to like the next thing, but like everything is okay. Nothing's wrong. You know, and I think no matter what medium as an artist, you need that safe space. I wanted to create that like really bad in in making this album because I woke up one day and I was like, I'm going to make an album <laughs> and I'm going to make an album and I'm going to do it how I want to do it. You know, uh, let's gather, let's commune um, and let's start from there. What starts with that small idea and suddenly we have this piece of art, you know, that, yeah. that people are going to take on their own. And we'll be right back right after this. Welcome back. It's Kyle Meredith with Jasmine Cephas Jones. And, and maybe to ask, because it's been mentioned so many times, maybe to ask the direct question. I mean, this is this is the Phoenix Risen, right? This is this is the new version of you. What did you leave behind? What What is that? Who is that person in the past? Oh, such a great question. Um, I, I think when you go through so much grief, I think you arrive to a place where um, you have no choice but to face yourself and kind of rewrite your own story of like where you want to be and how you want to navigate your life and I think I put myself I made the decision to put myself more as a leader in my own life so I think I left behind caring so much what people think you know um, being afraid to take a next step or believing in myself or doing the thing it's like stopping from from doing the things that i i want to do you know i think this period in my life i have such a tunnel vision and writing down goals and and me wanting the best for myself and truly walking down that path you know and some other stuff <laughs> 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 no but you can hear that confidence on this record like it's such a fun record 
sometimes I don't want to say the message is lost. It definitely doesn't, but it's such a fun record that it's almost surprising to turn around and then really concentrate on what you're saying and realizing that, oh man, this is a big moment for you. You know, like this isn't just a party. Like this yeah. is a celebration. That's how it comes across. Yeah. I, that's a great, that's a great word because I think you can celebrate in many different ways and it 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 is a fun album it is i think from beginning to end and it's a it's a journey you know it's not um you're not you're not in one space i think throughout the whole entire album not a lot of the songs sound exactly the same or whatever it's it's it is different moods um under this umbrella of growth um i just also want to quickly because you mentioned it too uh origin um which is out there just it seems this seems like just more than an important story because it's definitely an important story but it seems so wide scope in its storytelling i don't know what you can say you know um because i know i'm not giving you a great question set up here but i would love to hear about your experience on this film ava duvernay is absolutely amazing um, she's she's definitely one of my idols. I mean, this woman is a director, a writer, producer, and, you know, uh, directed and wrote and produced and raised money for this film, Origin. It was shot in a small amount of time in America, in Savannah, Georgia, in India, and in Germany. And... I mean, it's it's so hard to put in words uh, this film because it really is life changing and really challenges you to really to think about what we've been taught and really challenging the caste system, you know, and dissecting it and really getting to the bottom of it through how these different countries have literally controlled people. And so, you know, I'm I'm like literally in Berlin and on my day off I went to the Berlin Wall, you know, and I'm I'm looking at all of the history and I see the burning of the books, you know, the famous burning of the books in the square and I'm like, "Oh, we're shooting that tomorrow in exactly that same location." And it was just like a very deep moment of like, oh, this is why we, this is why I do this. You know, um, I'm able to be an emotional vessel to teach in a way, you know, through, through my art and what I love to do and be characters that can help with understanding that's not just a, a textbook or a book, you know, I get to bring, just bring it to life. So that filming that movie was such an amazing experience for me and, and especially working with Ava and she's so invested and gives such a safe space and make sure that, you know, you do your research and, and, you know, come to rehearsal very prepared as well so um it was just it 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 really was a an amazing experience for me as an artist 
inspired people are inspiring. I don't mean that to sound like a, you know, a poster on a wall, you know, just hearing about that whole thing about that someone wanted to make that movie so bad that they, you know, pulled everybody else into it. And it feels like that's your story as well, you know, with your music. It's like you wanted to make this music. You didn't wait for a record label to come and and do the whole thing. You know, it's like you wanted this and that is very inspiring. And you have made such a great piece of work that has come out of all this. So congratulations on this again. And seriously, thank you so much for taking the time to talk about it. Yeah, thank you for having me. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. <laughs> My thanks to Jasmine. Uh, the new album, it's upcoming. It's called Phoenix. Baby, I Can't Leave You, the latest single is out now. Thanks to you for checking out the episode. Again, please do hit that subscribe button so you can keep up with all the interviews that we put out every single week. New and every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at Spotify, Apple Podcast, NPR, WFPK.org. Consequence, YouTube for the video versions, or anywhere you get your podcast from, you can subscribe to Kyle Meredith with. Then after that, head over to WFPK.org. That's where I do a show Monday through Friday. You get four hours of classics from the 80s and 90s. You get the best in new music. There are bonus interviews, lots of music news. We have a lot of fun over there. Uh, one of my recent uh, shows featured the music of Elliot Smith, Joni Mitchell, Otis Redding, Beyonce, Cracker, The Ills, Susie and the Banshee, Waxahachie, The Foo Fighters, Karim Bailey Ray, Sugar, Squeeze, The Innocent's Mission, Middle Kids, Gary Clark Jr., Ben Folds 5, Rage Against the Machine, The Killers, Libertines, Lucinda Williams, and my interview with Sharon Van Etten. Again, just an example of what you get every weeknight starting at 6 p.m. Eastern at WFPK.org. Consequence has your music and film news. You can also find me on any of the social media sites. The address is always the same. It's at Kyle Meredith. So I do hope you like and follow along. That does it for another edition. I'm Kyle Meredith, and I'll see you next time. Consequence Podcast Network. I'm glad you like the album. <laughs> it's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media. Save big money on everything for your next project at Menards. Spring is here making it the perfect time for outdoor projects. Suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools. They're easy to assemble, and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and UV protection. Save big on Suncast storage sheds. View our selection of Suncast products today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money.